This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, and supporting listeners like you. Go to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate, or visit Patreon.com backslash TwoHeadedNerd to become a supporter today. Ha-cha! Yes? Ho, ho, ha, ha! Remember me, old son? Jolly. Chocolate chunks, chocolate chunks. That's how we test our mics. The human torch was denied a bank loan. Welcome to the Two-Headed Nerd comic book podcast. First and only Facebook talk show. We call it THN cover to cover for Saturday, December 21st, 22nd, 22nd. Just like I said, here's how it works. Every Saturday from 1130 to 1230 Central Standard Time. Joey and I are talking all things comics with you nerds, and we do it live. You can call us at 402-819-4894, or you can click our Facebook Call Now button if you want to get in on the action. If you can't call in live, you can feel free to leave us a message or send us an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. Joey, before we get started here, question of the week. Let's let's keep it... uh... Let's keep it PG because uh, I'm sure little Hugo Tiverdick is watching right now. Okay. You sure I of see that? that Jonathan is watching. Oh, boy. This week's question. Hi, Hugo. I think it's huge go. Huge go. <laughs> this week's question comes from Phil Lee via the THN forums. I love this dude. Sorry. My nose is itching. Nerds, Red Dead Online is here. And I, for one, cannot wait to strap on my X-Bone controller holster and scour the virtual planes, skinning every binary beast with the ill fortune to cross my sight. Yet I ponder, what fictional world or universe would you nerds like to see represented virtually? For an instance, do you want to know how it feels to bond to a wolf and ride it like the elves of ElfQuest? Totally. Or pour yourself into a bulletproof suit and rent a room at the Continental Hotel from John Wick? Now, never you mind any of them that done had their day. I love the cowboy talk. <laughs> like the Star Wars or the Marvels of DC and some such. Me, I always wanted to buy myself a Firefly-class starship and work odd jobs all across the black and see how far I could sail. So, what fictional world do you want to see adapted into a video game? Don't come at us with things that have already been made into video games. Yeah, please. yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you had another thought there. No, that was it. And I was typing to the kids. Tell them. So we want to talk about your best of. It's the end of the year. It's 2018. End of the year. Best of comics. Best of video games. Best of RPGs. Wrestlers. Whatever you want. Best, best of, of pizza toppings. Yeah, best pizza. No, nah, I mean, something a little more timely, maybe. Um, Great job, Joe Patrick. But we want to hear from I you. I had pizza yesterday. I am opening the phone lines right now. Let's get into it. We want to talk about full spoilerific Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. If you haven't seen it yet, yeah, shame Ethan. on you. <laughs> yeah, watch out, Ethan. Shame He's on you. He's not going until tomorrow. Uh, we're going to talk about Aquaman, I'm sure. We, talk we about are Aquaman. not going to spoil Aquaman. We're going to keep Aquaman pretty spoilerific. We do spoiler have a... Spoiler free. Spoiler free. We, Aquaman. I'm sorry. Spoiler, spoiler free. free. Yeah. We do have a review on the regular show that will be... No, no spoilers. We'll keep it spoiler free? Show, yeah, okay, we'll keep it spoiler free. The movie's brand new. Next week, we can really dig into it. That's when I want Bobby the nitpicker to call, and I expect that call is going to be two and a half hours long. Because <laughs> 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 the nitpicking started in the very first frame <laughs> for me. No, the first frame. Come on now. But we want to hear about it. Let's talk your best of. Favorite comics, favorite cartoons, whatever. It was your year, you know, guys? In the meantime, while we're waiting for you to call, let's go and check in with those of you who left messages. We'll start with our very... Man, we got... Did we have a bunch? No. We've no. Got two. Oh, we, we have two. We've got three. We have three. Uh, the first one is on Tuesday from 260. Do you see it? Got it. Let's check it out. I think it's Halusa Nathan. I think you might be right. Yeah, we haven't heard from him for a little bit. I like that dude. I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> it's all part of the show, folks. Hey, it's Halusa Nathan. Nathan from Indiana giving you a voicemail. I was listening to your question of the week tonight, and I heard your topic of discussion being uh, finishing the movie Krampus and also offhandedly discussing Die Hard. What I've been trying to do for the past couple of years is get a movie recognized as a holiday classic, much like Die Hard. It would be the Savage Steve Holland movie, Better Off Dead. Yes. Just want to get your take on 
Is Absolutely. Better Off Dead considered a holiday movie or not? Better Off Dead. And in closing, Absolutely. gee, I'm sorry your mom blew up, Ricky. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Better Off Dead is without a doubt a Christmas movie. We watched it last Christmas. Yes, and a Hanukkah movie. They're both in there. It's a holiday movie. I'm telling you. I, I'm not disputing it. It was so good. We watched it last Cookie Fest. Yeah, I love Better Off Dead. It is totally a Christmas movie. On the subject of that, somebody like, I can't remember where they saw it, but they're like, yeah, the creator, John McTiernan, and the creator of, director of uh, Die Hard came out and yeah. said, yes, it is a Christmas movie. I'm like, I don't need that dude to tell me it's a Christmas movie. It's fucking obviously a Christmas movie. There is no question. It takes place at a Christmas party. Yeah, but he's not like saving Christmas. No, but they play Christmas music the whole time and everything, and there's creepy jingle bells, creepy jingle bells. Every time like the bad dudes come around and shit, it is a Christmas movie. I'm not arguing. Okay. I was just playing devil's advocate. All right. But I agree with you. The phone lines are open, by the way, jerks. Um... I had a thought. Oh, uh, last year we also watched Reindeer Games. Yes. <laughs> which is so bad. It's very bad. Last year's movie choices were not, ex- were not great. Um, oh, Better Off Dead is good. Yeah, Better Off Dead is an excellent Christmas film. Uh, this year we watched Krampus. We watched Die Hard. I See, people were like, oh, I like Krampus. I thought Krampus kind of sucked. I didn't think it was great. Krampus didn't make any fucking sense. It didn't make any sense. And then it turned out it was all a dream. Yeah, is that how it ended? They got sucked in the weird puppet bag. I guess. And then they were all alive again. I guess. Uh, I don't know. Krampus spoilers. Yeah. It ugh, It was not good. Uh, we just did the 260, so let's check this one. Uh, somebody tried to call while we were still recording the main show at 11.15 this yeah, morning. Like you psychopath. So that was you. Go ahead and call back. Yeah. <laughs> the phone line is open, like I said. Uh, it says we just missed a call. What the hell? Just now. I didn't even hear it ring. Let's just I call him back. I didn't hear it ring either. Another missed. Let's, what? What? How does that work? Well, we know it's ringing because it rang earlier. Yeah. Let's see if I can call him back. Let's give it a try. What do you do? I don't know how to do it. <laughs> There's no like call back on this weirdness. Ah, screw it. We'll get him. Oh, this is them. Thank you for calling. THN cover to cover caller. Who this? It's Ethan. I was your missed call. Oh, it's oh, Ethan. Right. What's happening? I was just trying to figure out how to call you back on this stupid Google Hangout thing, but now I'm understanding why they're getting rid of it. What do you want to rap about today, Ethan? It has that weird thing where, like, a quarter of the time it has me state my name before, and I right. don't know why. Weird. But yeah, other times I heard that. What is that? That's got to be new. It's, there's like four different ways whenever I call you guys of how it like connects and goes through. Weird. <laughs> so strange. Okay. We, we're going to get, that's part of the uh, new year resolution. We'll get this yeah, figured gonna, out. Yeah, we're going to get a new we'll figure out our calling phone situation. <laughs> it's going to be great. What do you want to wrap about today, Ethan? So uh, I have a couple things. A quick one. I just wanted to ask if anyone else had read the Batman annual because I didn't really hear anyone talk about it. Yes, it was so good. I did not read it yet. The only reason I didn't review oh, it, man. the only reason I didn't review it that week is because I had already, I was already doing like three other DC books, uh, and I wanted to mix man, it up. The it Batman was, annual uh, it was by Tom Taylor. Okay. Uh, it was all about yeah. Alfred. Tom Taylor read it? Tom Taylor, like, yeah. Wolverine, Tom, yep. all yep. new Wolverine Tom Taylor. Yep. He's great. He is great. He is great. It was so good. He, uh, it was all about Alfred, and in the end, it was like just a super, super sweet like Father's Day thing for Alfred, and Aww. it was, I thought it was really good, and I hadn't heard anyone online talking about it at all, so I just wanted to make sure other people had even read it, and yeah. it, it had the same impact for them, so... Yeah, like what that that last page reveal like uh they don't do the credits at the beginning they do it at the very end and then they show the title of the story at the end oh okay yeah um, i love when they do that i do too uh, and so like it it ends with uh uh i don't exactly remember does he get alfred a gift or he wishes him like Asse- he go- yeah essentially he uh batman gets injured it keeps going on their relationship from before it's really focused on alfred and then Oh, he decides to stay in. You know, as much as Bruce has never taken a day off, neither is Alfred. And then when Alfred's uh, in bed, um, hurt as well, well, Bruce finally takes a day off because he realizes it's Father's Day and he wants to spend it with Alfred. And then the title title of the issue is Father's Day. And you don't Uh, know what day it is until the very end. 
Uh, yeah, it's such a good comic. That's so sweet. Yeah, I wish Tom Taylor was writing Batman books. Because it was good. I really like Tom King's Batman. People but people have complained Look, about man, it. There's lots of Batman books. Tom Taylor can write one. <laughs> I suppose that's true. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, Ethan? So I also wanted to talk about uh, Deadly Class. Uh, who got it? I was so excited when you guys posted they uh, released that first episode on YouTube. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I, I didn't have time to watch it. Is it going to be a YouTube series? No, it's on sci-fi. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. So they just did the pilot on YouTube. They, the, It's not supposed to start until January, and Sci-Fi right. was like, surprise, here it is, the oh, first neat. episode. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I, yeah, I think that was actually pretty smart of them, too, to maybe get some other people's like interest, because one, I don't have cable, so I don't have Sci-Fi. I'm going to find it somehow online anyway, but I was like, well, that's a perfect way to get people actually hooked. Yeah. I really liked it. I think um, they did a good job. They changed a couple things to put a little bit extra teen drama and love into it at the very beginning um sure. So i'm sure they're gonna crank that up but that's that book's about that as well but uh but it's still I like it, remender is the executive producer right? last weekend mm-hmm. okay say that again remender is the executive producer though he's overseeing all of this like very the same yeah way and Kirkman's he's actually doing credited like four times in the credits like he did that's a great. teleplay for the pilot he's like super super heavily involved like picking the music and everything great great that is so good. Yeah, I, every show needs to do that. Every yeah. comic book show. Yes. Like I get that. I get it if the corporate ones like the Marvel or DC shows don't right. really do that, but like anything based on an independent book, like happy right. or whatever, it needs to have direct involvement from the creators. And yeah. there's no excuse. As not opposed to, to like, we'll take over from here. Nerds. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. There's Hollywood's no got excuse it. not to. We know what these jerks want. Right. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm glad it was good. I'm glad you liked it. I'm looking forward to watching it. Um, yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it tonight. Yeah. Definitely. For anyone that hasn't read that series, man, I just reread it last weekend. So goddamn good. it is unbelievable. It is so oh good. And it's just like Rick Remender just running these kids through the ringer, man. And it is fantastic. Not to mention beautiful art. Absolutely stunningly beautiful art. And I cannot summon the art. Oh, yeah. So. Wes Craig. Thank you. Wes Craig. Ugh. He's going to be on a lot of end of the year cool, guys. as well. Well, uh, Merry Christmas, and we need to talk. We need to get some merch done for you guys. I want to help you guys out and get some people uh, supporting and, and wearing some stuff. So we need to talk about that. Let's for talk 2019. about it. Get some shirts and hats and stickers and everything. 2019 is the year of the THN tracksuit. I'm calling it right now. There <laughs> we go. We'll get it done. Thanks for your call, buddy. Always, hammock. always good to talk to you. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> The phone lines are open. We're talking best of the year, 2018. It could be anything. We're doing the question of the week, which was your video game adaptation that you have not seen yet. Favorite fictional world that you would like to see as a video game? Yes. Which I already have an answer. Let's go back to our voicemail. I don't know who this is. I don't know if they announced themselves. Hey guys, uh, I'm calling in about the Starman or Stargirl TV show. Um, I can see where you're disappointed at the news about Sylvester Pemberton rather than Jack Knight, but I think I think we should stay positive for now. Um, I don't know if you realize, but Jeff Johns, who worked on JSA and Stargirl, of course you probably know that, is working on the show, and actually James Robinson is working on the show as well. So I don't know if this will be some sort of adaption of that. But, you know, it seems like we have two good people at the helm. Um, also, I don't know. Uh, I think we should stay hopeful. But uh, I also know that a while back they were doing a reality show where people would compete uh, to adapt the Starman TV show. I don't know if you guys ever heard about that. What? Um uh, I have a vague that memory would be interesting this. too. So I don't know. Let's see. Thanks, guys. Thank you, caller. Don't forget to tell us your name. You forgot to tell us your name. I have no idea who that was. He sounded great. <laughs> I don't either. I don't know who it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful about the Star Girl show. Jeff Johns is directly involved. Um, it's his his baby. Like it's his right. favorite thing. It's, it was his first work for DC. Uh, I just don't get the, tr- I don't understand. I don't, yeah. Why do we need to change it? I, just, I, don't, I don't get it. All right. We got a call coming in here. Thank you for calling teach and cover to cover caller. Who this? Caller. 
Who this? Hello. Hello. It is the nitpicker. <laughs> oh, Ew, Bobby. You're calling to pick some nits, baby. I had a feeling uh, there was a, this movie season might call you out. So <laughs> now, <laughs> if you want to pick some nits on Spider-Man, uh, you can. I've got Spider-Man. I can, I not, can do Spider-Man. We're not doing Aquaman yet. Okay. We're not no, doing no, Aquaman no, spoilers yet. Now, I want a full dissertation from you next week about Aquaman, though. Uh, crap, I have to see it then. <laughs> yeah, yes. You of all people have to see it, Bob. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, I'll work on that one. So let's get into it. Pick some nits. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Let's hear it. I mean, I don't have many because I think it's a pretty great movie. It was great. It was a great movie. It yeah. was so great. All right, so uh, let's, let's see what I can come up with. First, okay, the Chris Pine, Peter Parker that you meet. I loved him. I love. I wish he was in the whole movie. But he's like the perfect one. <laughs> he, he really but was. Like, but where did he get all the money from? How did he have that secret layer for all of the co- like? He's got the bat cave pretty much. Well, like this was the this was a universe where Peter Parker and Spider Man was like a celebrated successful yeah, hero. He like he'd Parker Industries or whatever, you know. Mm. Didn't they mention? Mm. Didn't they mention Parker I'll give Industries? You it. In I the beginning, uh, I don't recall. Oh. I don't think they did. Oh, I thought they did. Uh, you know how did Aunt, how did they how did they get the money to refurbish Aunt May's den and uh, into uh, all the <sighs> secret crime busting equipment under the couch and shit? And Spider Man <laughs> and his amazing friends. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't well, matter. Bring it for the nitpicks on this one. Without Aunt May knowing. Without Aunt May knowing, like, she had no fucking yeah. contractors <laughs> in the house twenty four seven. Oh, Peter, who are these people? Oh, it's just a painter, Aunt May. Like, uh, why are they flipping the coffee table over? And what are those blips and bloops? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another one. I don't like the look of Kingpin in it. Oh, I, I love like the look of like Kingpin. Like a twenty foot wide thing with a little head. I liked it because it was a Bill Sienkiewicz. Yeah, thing. it was. It was directly. Yeah. Inspired by Bill Sienkiewicz's interpretation of the character from uh, yes. Electra Assassin, uh, and some of those like. Um, uh, it just uh, looks too out of proportion with everyone else. It was. Everyone re- else is like it was ridiculous. He is just a. Lock. Yes. I'm into it. I was into it. It was ridiculous. Like, I get it. But, but I liked how they, they did it and they stuck with it and they played it. Like he had to like turn sideways to like move through certain doors yeah. and shit. I don't understand <laughs> what he is. He's not human, I guess. Well, this version of the Kingpin also obviously had super strength or something because he lifted a fucking car. Well, I mean, the Kingpin's always <laughs> yeah, been really true. strong in the comics. Dude. Yeah, okay, but he's he not lifted throwing, okay, a car. He's not throwing cars around. <laughs> okay. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. He's a strong dude, uh, though. I don't like that they called it the Venom Sting without any explanation. Like, do the Venom Sting if you want to go with us. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, I just, I don't think it has anything to do with Venom. I think it just has to do with, like, a venomous spider. But that's what they call it, the Venom Sting. The Venom Blast, yeah. Yeah, the Venom Blast or whatever. That's what they call it. But they yeah, did just kind of name like, it. It came yeah, out of nowhere. It has a cool name. You're like, what, what the hell are you even talking about? Does yeah, they just, they just kind of threw it in there. Yeah, yeah, it's a venom sting, you know? <laughs> All right. Yeah, oh, it's venom sting. Okay, I guess you, you named it. Okay, cool. We're really reaching for these nits here, Bobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, man. Oh, my God. All this right? is I his like job. Okay? This is what we keep him on the payroll for. Uh, to bitch yeah, about so. things. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is a nitpick. Why? Where'd that name come from? Bobby, Bobby posts the most hilarious workplace stories on Facebook. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah I especially love today's where... Uh, his elderly coworker shows up 20 minutes late to work and Bobby's like, Hey man, what's up? Why were you so late? And the guy just says ducks. <laughs> ducks, ducks, man. Ducks walks by. It's like, all ducks. right, whatever. All right man. Well, yeah. Hey, ducks, uh, so, ducks can ruin everything. I get it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's my life, man. Yeah. There you go. What, what is it that you do, Bobby? Uh, I work at the Edison and Ford winter estate. Oh, so, Okay. Oh, yeah. You're not hoity-toity. You ever yeah. come to Fort Myers, I'll uh, hook you guys up. All right. Nice. That sounds nice. hoity-toity. We're up. Okay, so we're on, our, we're on our way. We'll see you in a little while. Tickets booked. Yeah. All right. I'll, uh, I'll see Aquaman, and uh, I'll have to call back next week, though. I'll free up the line. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Call us next week. I want to hear from you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. Thanks, Bobby. Oh, congratulations on the uh, 500 and all that. I didn't get in on that. Oh, yeah. Thanks, man. Hey, appreciate right. that. It has you been know, a little while since you've called the bitch about work, stuff. Guys. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. All right. Oh, Bob. I love that guy. I cannot wait to hear what he has to say about Aquaman. I kind of feel like you forced him into doing something that he didn't want to do. I don't Too think bad. he had any plans to see Aquaman. I am curious, honestly, to see how it does in theaters this weekend. 
I think it's going to do well, but I don't think that it is going to be the film that saves the Justice League movies that DC wants it to be. I don't think, I don't know that DC necessarily wants it to be that. Well, there's just all this narrative right now. Like, is this the film that saves DC? Is this the movie that turns oh, it all see, around? Oh, see, and I saw, I've seen think pieces, speculative think pieces that are like, Aquaman is the movie that proves the DC extended universe is dead because they <laughs> don't mention shit. No, I'm sure they do. Well, they briefly mention Steppenwolf, yeah, and that's yeah, it. Hero, Steppenwolf. But they don't like they don't mention any other superheroes. No. They don't mention the Justice League. No. Yeah, yeah. They don't need to because Aquaman's all of them. He's Batman. He's all of them. He's Superman. Aquaman he, is all of us. He's fucking Wolverine. He's all of them, dude. Yeah, he's Conan. <laughs> remember that? I remember that. All right. What do we got here? Oh, I know what this is. I know why Hugo's watching now. Hi, this is Hugo Tavernick from Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> Calling from answer for the question of the week. The place I want to walk around in a video game is Oa. The reason I want Oa. to go Oa. to Oa is because I want to become a Green Lantern. Well, yeah. And the Guardians can treat me. Face love the show. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Hugo. Hugo wants to go to Oa and be a Green Lantern. He wants to become a Green Lantern. That sounds awesome. And <laughs> yeah, I'm I, into like, it. And the Guardians can train me. You know? Yeah, sure. <laughs> hey, man, I want to be Kilowog's friend. But he said he wants to go there and walk around. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Like taking the bridges, of, the bridges of you know Oa County. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> it's like when you go to Atlantis and you walk and sit in a yeah. chair and sleep in a bed. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. That's a great <laughs> answer, Hugo. I love it. I would totally play a Green Lantern game where I get to go and train on Oa. That'd be kick ass. I want a Green Lantern game where I can make shapes. Yo, oh, totally. Yes. You know, I want to be able to do stuff other than just shoot beams. Yeah, yeah, like I grab the D-pad and like move it a certain way and yeah. it's like lobster claw, you know, or right. giant boxing glove. Or, exactly. Oh, man, that would be cool. I'm sorry I keep itching my nose. It's weird, and I'm not on coke. I just have a really itchy nose this morning. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? Merry Christmas, nerds. It's Kyle from San Diego. Merry hey, Christmas to Kyle. you, Merry Kyle. Christmas. How are we today, yeah. and what do we want to wrap about? Uh, so a couple of things. Um, so I called in last week saying I wanted to go see Spider-Man with my son and my son's four, almost four. Okay. And my wife is kind of putting the squash on that thing. She's uh, heard that it can be too intense at times. Uh, okay. Well, is, is there some intense moments? Yes. Are they scary? I would say no. It's it's got a yeah. lot of intense action, yeah, but not like in a serious intense. Yeah, there's like no. Uh, there no, are there are some deaths. There are but some deaths. They, it's, they're handled pretty well. Yeah, and um, it's it, you know they like handled the way they would handle death in a Pixar movie or something. It's not like anybody gets ripped in half. Yeah, you know? no, <laughs> but no, I think so, you I mean do he it. watches me play the PS4 game. Like he loves that. And I'm like, well, that's pretty intense too. Or it can get pretty intense. Yeah, well, absolutely. You know, and, and this it's is violent too. And the PS4 game was made for kids much older than your kid. Right. I would argue. Yes. Tell your wife, Matt bomb says it's fine. That said, I don't have kids and am not good with children. And it's better <laughs> that you keep me away from your children. But with that in mind, I think you can take your kid to see this movie. Yeah, I think I mean, I'm going to tell her I'm going to take him to see The Grinch and then just end up at the wrong theater. <laughs> oh, man. It happens. It was a mistake. My I dad did that to film. me when I was like six years old. He told my mom we were going to see Pinocchio and we went and saw The Road Warrior instead. <laughs> and he's like, don't tell your mom about this, all right? And we came home and she was like, how was Pinocchio? And I was like, we saw The Road Warrior and it was fucking <laughs> but I'm fine. I ended up fine. Yeah, you're just yeah, fine. Look at me. Perfectly well sure. adjusted. I'm a high functioning yep. alcoholic drug addict uh -huh. that loves gore. Yeah. I'm fine. Yep. <laughs> yes, take your son. Oh. I think it's Yeah, fine. we can't yep. recommend it yep. enough. And there were little kids in the theater when we went and saw yeah. it. I, it all depends on John your Bunger kids. took his little dude. And oh, I yeah, and his four. His five. five. Yeah, yeah, he just had his fifth birthday, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, Right. It, it, it all kind of depends on your kids, um, like how they handle action. You know, does, yeah. does he watch a lot of action-packed cartoons, that sort of thing? I mean, the scariest thing in is the Prowler, probably. But the yeah. Prowler is just, like, really cool looking, you know, and, like, purple. Mm -hmm. You know, right. like, it's not like he's like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, he hardly mm -hmm. says anything. Mm -hmm. No, I think, think it would be fine. You have our permission Good. to take your child to the movie. Good, good, good. I think I think I will. I okay. think I'll sneak him off. You should do it. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about 
just briefly, uh, because I think Ethan called in and was talking about uh, Deadly Class. So I went to that panel at Comic-Con and it looks fucking amazing. Yeah. It looks so good. And so I'm really, really excited. I haven't had a chance to watch the the first episode yet. I saw it was posted, but yeah. uh, just from, from that panel, I think they're going to do a really, really good job with it and stay true to it and make it fun and, and just really kill it. I hope so, because that book is very near and dear to my heart. Yep. It is such I'm, a wonderful book. I'm looking book. forward to it. Oh, thank you for no. your call, by the way. Always good to talk last, to you. Lastly, oh, sorry. Lastly, yeah, uh, the, the, for best of the year. So I haven't read a lot of new stuff this year, but I will say best of the year is anything in the Black Hammer universe for me. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Very solid. Answer. Absolutely. Oh, that's, that's it. I mean, I could pick up anything. They don't feel like fillers. They feel super relevant. And Jeff Lemire is just killing it. And I, and I love it. Not to mention the fact that you don't have to start with the very first Black Hammer series if you don't want to. You could pick up any of these specials. You could pick up any of these minis and just read it as a story and you will be fine because Lemire is that good of a storyteller. Now, I will tell you, he will make you want to go and read everything else yeah. if you're not. And you're an idiot if you're just picking up the meaning and going, ah, I just wanted to check in on that. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, no, it's absolutely. All I, wonderful. It's I, I love that series. I love all of the spin-offs. Yeah. The, the Cthulhu book from last week oh was my God. incredible. It was so good. That almost made my best single issue. It was that damn good. Uh somebody in the chat said that it was their best. Uh Anno Sianis yes. said it was his best single issue of the year. So yeah, yep. I have absolutely. I haven't read it yet. Looking at, looking forward to it though. Oh, okay, yeah. John Tverdick, Hugo, his son just called in. He said, "My kid is four, and I'm taking him." So there you go. If John Tverdick can take good. his kid, you can take yours. All right. You don't want to be. You don't want to be showing up by John Tverdick. Trust me. Ugh, <laughs> that, that guy. <laughs> All right, we got some more callers trying to get in here. Thank you for your call. All right, nerds. Merry Christmas, sir. Thank you, Kyle. Have a good one, Kyle. You too. Okay. Bye bye. The phone line is open. We are talking best of 2018. Let's take a second. We talked a bunch of comics and whatnot. Let's talk about our best superhero movies of 2018. Spider-Man. Right? Into the Spider-Verse is the best superhero it's movie It's not even year. a question. Yeah, I mean, and, and this uh, is like, the same year that Avengers Infinity War came. I loved Avengers Infinity War. It was great. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, my God. It's hands down the best comic yeah, book movie of the year. Yeah, not just like one of the best animated films I've ever seen. No. Just plain old one of the best superhero Whoa. movies I've ever seen. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who this? It's Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos. We were just yes. talking about you. You may or may not have the shout out on this week's show, too. But I don't know if you were. What, it's what's, up, what's going on? It's up in the air. You, know, you just have to wait. You just have to wait and see. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be on the regular show. Don't worry. <laughs> no, we were, uh, we were talking about how mad you were about the uh, end of the death of Daredevil. God. Oh, did you read it? It's awful. Yeah, what a pile of crap. What a pile of crap. Yeah. So did he die or not? Joey's, no, he didn't die. Joey told me he didn't die. I read it and was like, oh, he's dead. No, I don't he was care. in a hospital bed the whole time. The whole thing was a dream. Did he die? No, he didn't die. And it doesn't matter. It, so, like, I don't know how, I can't imagine, like. So dumb. Charles, Charles Soule just, like, typing, like, the end and, and pushing back from his desk and being like. I did it. I did right. Right. This is yeah. it. I, They're going to remember this no, one. Yeah, they will. Years yeah. from now when the leather bound edition comes out, you know. <laughs> you know what? Did, did, you, did he succeed in having a worse run than Andy Diggle? Yes, he did. Yes. That, that's what I will say. Yeah. To be fair, there were things I liked about Andy Diggle's run. It just went to a really bad no, place. Andy Diggle put, made Daredevil get possessed by a demon and kill a guy. That was the end of his run. That's where it went. It was terrible. The that, that whole Shadowland bullshit. Ugh, God, it was yeah, dumb. Yeah, that was a bad book. The demon of Hell's Kitchen. Ugh, fuck off. Yeah, it was, that was dumb. Tell me something good. Tell dumb. me something good. Your best of 2018. Anything. Um, yeah, so I think um, it was hard because, I don't know, there was a lot of transition and stuff, so there's a lot of new people, like new books that started in the last couple months. True. Um, so, but, um, I think I was, I went through like a list of stuff I read and I think Christopher Priest was like my favorite writer. That's fair. That's completely on, fair. On that guy is Justice so League goddamn good. Deathstroke, like Deathstroke is like the densest book on the shelves. And it's, it's one of these things where it, it seems really simple, but it's wonderful it's packed with, it's packed with editor notes. And it's like, Oh, that little throw, that's not a throwaway that ties back to issue seven. And you're, it's like, Oh, it does. Like he, it, it is like immaculately plotted. Yeah, and it's never what you think it is. And there's double cross on every other like page. Like, 
He's just, he's nailing it. Yeah, it's wonderful. That Deathstroke book, it's exactly what they should have been doing with that character for years now. For years now. They've made Deathstroke interesting again. He's not just a mustache twiddling bad guy. He's complex. He's dealing with his daughter and a group of other people that are like, he's, he tried to turn himself around for a while and started a team and shit. Oh my God. That book is so yeah, wonderful. No. That's a great answer. Yeah, no, he's, and I, yeah, it's hard. Cause it's like, there's some things where it's like my favorite, the book I think was like probably my favorite must read book of the year was Mr. Miracle. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, That's fair. But I, I can't say that Tom King is my favorite writer because that's, I don't think it's the writing on the book that makes it so strong. Um, I think it's the themes and I think it's the, like the atmosphere, but the actual like script if with a different artist, I don't think it would have hit as, as hard. No, I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. You know what Priest I mean? Like it's, there's little, cause there, I mean, there were literally like pages. There's one of the issues. It's like seven or eight where they're in, um, apocalypse and they're having the, like the, the war meetings, like to, to see if they can have a truce and like, it's literally like someone telling a story while like someone spits in a hole. Yeah. You know? And it's like, that's, that is, what do we like? You got 22, we have 20 pages and you're wasting literal pages on like a vaguely symbolic story, which is like, okay, but there's definitely a better way to do this. <laughs> and it's, it's like Joe, you mentioned a couple weeks ago in Batman where he does, he'll, he'll do half the script is a poem. Yep. Yep. Over, you know, and it's I like, what it, like, <laughs> it's just like nothing makes me like like glaze over faster than like a, a poem in italics on a on like a, a superhero comic. Right. I'm like again, like right. we're gonna do this again. Like it's certainly a shtick, so. right? And it's like, oh, okay, Th he's trying to say something profound. It's not profound. No. It's not profound. Right? It it it's, might as well be 15 pages of dialogueless fight scenes. Right. It's just as important. Yep. Like, right. and that's, and, and actually I think one of the, uh, my favorite Batman arcs is that third arc with, um, with Batman fighting his way through to get to Bane and Arkham. And it's like, cause so it good. is, I mean, it's, it's kind of David Finch, David Finch doing what he does best, you know, like yeah. people punching each other and it's fast and it's well paced. And like, that's probably the best arc he did. That was um, a really good one. So I, I really but, like the arc though, where him and where Batman and Catwoman were going to meet Talia, and they had to get into the city of assassins and shit together. That like three issues, that was fantastic. I really yeah, loved it. So good. The, yeah, and that's even with the bat and cat shit. With the watch out, bat. Okay, I, kid. I really loved it when he <laughs> revealed that the penguin was married to an actual penguin. Okay, we don't know if that's the case. All right, the penguin. We don't know if that's really what happened. With her sun-drenched beak and black, maybe soft he's just feathers. saying that. Maybe speaking in metaphor. Her hair and her nose. If you're speaking in metaphor about a woman's body, what part of it is her sun-drenched beak? Her nose, obviously. Come on now. Yeah. Come on. That's your beak, baby. Come uh -huh. on. All right. Yeah. Maybe she's got a big uh, schnoz. I don't know. Sure. Okay. <laughs> she, she, she's a gorgeous creature. Yeah, um, right. A yeah, gorgeous I, creature. I, yeah. I, like, I like the idea of like Talia being exiled to this like Middle Eastern country, and it's the fact that they go in is an international incident. Yeah. But the only, my issue with that is that in other comics, like Talia's just like walking around. Yeah. So it's like, that's it true. almost should have been like a, like, it almost should have been like a Justice League arc. Like, let's set this up a little bit, and then, Fair. like, you know, a year from now, let's do that story. Okay, but, but it was just like, here's this, like, really cool idea that is disregarded in the rest of the universe. But and this, it kind is, of, this is Talia. It kind of feels... She can, like, I don't, like, even if they said, you look, you have to stay there and protect protected by your assassins or whatever, Talia can leave. She's fucking Talia Al Ghul. She can leave, come back. No, 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 yeah. don't give me this. Brian, this is the same guy that got mad. That the spider, like every issue of Spider-Man did not address the fact that Asgard was hovering over New York City. Well, okay, because it was, all right? And that's I get bigger. it, but Matt, it's a <laughs> universe of characters. <laughs> not guess, everything meshes. Not everything matches I'm up. I'm just saying she's that good. Uh-huh, okay. She's like Lady Shiva, badass. Oh, Lady Shiva. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, th th that's like a no, no prize, but I think like there's a missed opportunity of an actual good story. Yes. Right. That's kinda, your no prize version. Yes, a, exactly. A lot of, a lot of Tom King story is like jumping to the good stuff without getting us anywhere first. Yes. I, ah, like, thank you. Yeah. Yes. I will give you that. There's, there's, there's no, there's no storytelling foreplay. It's all like, you know, it's a lot of payoff. It's just, it is. It's a lot of it's it's payoff after payoff after the, payoff, but not a lot of build up to yeah, said payoff. 
Yeah, and I, I need, I don't know, romance me a little bit. You know, show me what you got. Take me, you know, so. g- give me... Give me a little tipsy. Give me a night. Buy me a nice steak. Wow. Come on, Tom King. Is that sexy for you, huh? I don't know. I don't like steak. Get my shirt off and serve me a steak. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, like they did the, the Nightwing shot in the head thing. Right. And then Mm -hmm. in the Batman issue, and we haven't come back to that. And it's been like four issues. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. No, it's immediately, it's immediately him trucking through Siberia. Yeah, that is true. And Nightwing is feeling just fine in his own book. Yeah, well, that's a whole nother, that's a whole another issue. There was a time jump for sure. But yeah. you know, it's a dark period. Yeah, it is a dark period. Yeah. I'm still liking. You mean yeah. Rick Grayson? They I'm call him Rick now. I'm still having with fun a C. with it because he's in disguise. Obviously, he's not in disguise. He's, he's not. He's dick. got amnesia. He's Ricky. He's got <laughs> Ricky. Ricky Grayson. <laughs> Brian, thank you for your call. Thank you for everything you do on the forums. We're looking forward to another year of hearing from you. And uh, seriously, if you haven't gone to THN forums, Brian does a wonderful job there. Oh yeah, I just I just looked at your uh, your Beppo nominations. Uh, I need to read that special. What's it called? The the your best issue. The um oh the uh, is that that single issue? The terrible Elizabeth was it? The terrible Elizabeth Dunn against the devils in the suits. I mean, yeah, that's what right. It, it was a one shot. Yeah. It was an image one shot. It's Whoa. awesome. It's one. It, it's like the you know, remember when uh, Raphael uh, Grampa did that um, Massimo delivery. Yes, and it uh-huh. just kind of yes. came out of nowhere. Loved it. This is like the new one of those. Like, go get it. Okay. It's it's fair it's enough. Oversized. It's a Brazilian book, and um, and James Robinson did the script, so okay. he kind of like wrote the American script, and nice. they have more stuff coming out. It's awesome. Yeah, the, oh. go go find that one. I'm gonna okay. read it today. We will check that out. I appreciate that, Brian. Good. All right, later, guys. See you, Brian. Merry Christmas, brother. Uh. Merry Christmas. So my friend Ben chimes in in the chat. Just listened to the drunk show last night. You guys are drunk. Yes, we were. Well, that was the point. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and but he says, not just on Manashevitz, but on recency bias. Oh. I'm sure that's I'm sure that Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse is really great. I want to see it. But you both said it was the best superhero movie this year. No way is it a better film or has the same cultural impact as Black Panther. Look, I loved Black Panther. I thought Black Panther was amazing. I did not walk out of the theater with a smile from ear to ear like I did after Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And, okay. I'm sorry. Without spoiling too much about Into the Spider-Verse, I think it it will have a cultural impact. Absolutely. uh, Because the message in that film is so good. Yeah. Um, wonderful, just wonderful. And there, look, Black Panther was a great movie. Was it perfect? No, it had some flaws here and there. You know, there's some little things yeah. they could have done a little better. I th- honestly think Into the Spider Verse may have been flawless. It was just they like, took a comic book, they threw it up on the movie screen, and it was just too much fun. It was fantastic. Spider Man, uh, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse is an hour and forty minutes long. Did it feel like an hour and forty no, minutes I, to you? No, it felt like it was fifteen minutes long. Well, as I don't opposed mean, to Aquaman, which I felt like I lost a day watching. And I don't mean to, I don't mean that it went by quick. I mean that they accomplished so yeah. much. In such a short amount of time, yes, they accomplished more storytelling in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse than like than any like three comic book movies. Uh, truly, yeah. I mean, like even more than what happened in the last Avengers movie, and there was a lot of shit that went down yeah. in there. Uh, this, like, and not to mention the fact that this is an all ages movie that kids can enjoy and adults will enjoy just as much, right? Because it's so well written, and it's like, and it's, and it's just like it's casually yes inclusive and this is my problem with aquaman aqua like when you can do something like this with spider-man into the spider-verse which in and of itself is just ridiculous yeah where you can you can take a where you can take a movie and say you know what uh and in this scene there's a talking pig yeah that acts like a cartoon like floats on the air yeah. when the, with the lives with the, a, like, with the food cartoon line. physics basically right, cartoon physics yeah. he pulls hammers out of his pants yeah um and he delivers one of the most poignant lines in the movie. Right. And it's just sweet and it's funny. Yeah. Spider-Ham. Whereas like Spider-ham. Aquaman was written for all, for all ages as well, probably. But it looks like it was written for 13-year-olds who want to watch something fucking radical, bro. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God. Yeah, it's just... Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is an, a remarkable achievement in filmmaking. Yes. Go see it, Ben. Tell us we're wrong. 
And I that's put not that taking, in your pipe and smoke it. That's ben. not taking anything away from Black Panther, no, which is a phenomenal Black movie. Panther was wonderful. It Absolutely. was wonderful. Yes. And it's probably like on my list of best, you know, top three, whatever but I would say. Like when I rank, when Spider-Man, I. Spider Man, Avengers, Black. Spider Man, yeah, Avengers, Black Panther. That's, I would go that order. When I, when I rank the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, probably at the top is uh, like Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, man. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy is up there. Black yeah. Panther is definitely towards the top. Um, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Like, nothing will ever replace Superman the movie in my heart, but I think that Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is probably the best modern superhero movie ever I, made. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I think it's easily my favorite animated film I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, like, oh, man, you got to go see it. You got to go see it. Let's, let's cut this show short and go watch it. <laughs> we got one more voicemail here. Let's check out a matinee. <laughs> Hey, it's like you BS3. smoke it, Matt. It Will you shut your mouth? <laughs> You're interrupting BS the three. Hey, nerds, it's BS three. How's it going? I want to say uh, Merry Christmas. I'm running out to get some things to the in-laws and just had a moment to call. But I hope all's well. I wanted to tell you about how great my Christmas has been. So uh, Mrs. Blackstore being number three, she asked me a couple months ago. She said, "Hey, are there any comics that that?" Uh, you nerds talk about that you said you wish you had, and I said, yeah, yeah, there are, in fact. There's, there's one that really is a feel-good comic that I never got around to buying. And so under the tree this morning, I opened up none other than Teen Dog. Nice. It has made my day. <laughs> but thank you, nerds, for introducing me to Teen Dog and all of its glory. I love it forever. All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Have Merry fun, Christmas, you nerds. Bye. I look forward uh, to a future where I have, like, the complete – Teen Dog Omnibus. Yeah. It's like 400 pages thick I, and it's oversized. And I go, oh, how about a little Teen Dog for the afternoon? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, like, Where you put on your <laughs> smoking jacket and you get your brandy snifter mm-hmm. and you sit down in front of the fire and you open up Teen Dog. Sure. Uh, my only complaint about Teen Dog is that there is not enough Teen Dog. Yes, I want more Teen Dog. I want more Teen Dog now. And I keep seeing <laughs> vague threats that he's working on more, but it's not here. It's not here. I know. We Jake, it. we want it Lawrence. Now. Where is Teen Dog? Where do we? Okay. I thought uh, I had another We do one. have one more. Yes, we do. We do have one Mark more. Mark Tarrington, you skipped it. it oh, 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 sorry. Mark Tarrington. Oh, oh, no. Let's see. Let's check in with the you poor know what? boy. People, people. Let's check in and see how he's doing. not real big on the robot. <laughs> Hello. This is Baal from Earth 27 recording on behalf of Mark. Mark is currently unable to make recordings because his head separates into five parts. Apparently, this is unusual for humans. Mark would like to share festive greetings with all listeners to the two-headed nerd and with all beings residing in his original home of Earth Prime. He says that things on Earth 27 are good, and the sound of unearthly screaming which occasionally come from the sky barely bothers him anymore. (laughs) For creepy Christmas viewing, Mark has two recommendations, the Scandinavian film from 2010 called Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale, and the Christmas episode of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Until next time, season's greetings. And as they say here on Earth 27... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. And a uh, Merry Christmas to you, too. I don't know the AI set, uh, uh, celebrate that shit. I forgot the new Chilling Adventures of Sabrina the, Christmas yeah, Sabrina special. Holiday special yes. Oh, I'm watching that tonight. Man, I love that show. Um, let's do that real quick. Best TV. Best nerd TV of 2018. Uh, hmm. There was a lot of really good stuff. The new She-Ra show is pretty great. The new She-Ra show is adorable. Uh, I like it. Voltron is really good. Voltron's cool. I really like the Castlevania Returns. That was great. I still, I think that Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and Daredevil Season 3. Yeah, Daredevil Season 3. I have to. Daredevil Season 3 is I really good. I have to give those, uh, like, I cannot pick one. I think they were both excellent. Uh, Absolutely excellent. Look, you're not going to believe me when I tell you this, but the best nerdy show on TV is DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, God, man. I, it's not a joke, Matt. I it's know, not a joke. I know. People like it. I just don't care. It's you just, like you didn't give it... I understand Like a, an entire season of television is a long time yes, to sit through something Jesus. that's bad. And it was bad. And every time they teamed up with The Flash, I was like, ah! No, it's great when they all team off. up. The Elseworlds cross... <laughs> the DCCW stuff, the I Elseworlds know, crossover was joyous. All right, all right, all right. We got a call coming in here. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? 
Zach Hollowell. Hey, Zach Hollowell. I'm wearing a t-shirt that Zach Hollowell gave me. Aww. Yeah, it's a Modoc pug. Nice. He gave this to me after yeah. Beeps died. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. So guy. how are you boys doing? Good. How are you doing? What do you want to rap about? I'm doing all right. Well, I kind of want to talk about Into the Spider-Verse a little bit. Okay. So um, I, I, have, I didn't listen to last week's. And obviously, I haven't been watching. So, what did you boys think? We lost our goddamn minds about it, and we were just gushing about it a minute ago as well. And we came down to the conclusion that if we pick best superhero movie of the year, when Black Panther and Avengers: Infinity War also came out, I am saying it's Spider-Man into the Spider Verse, hands down. I'm in complete agreement. It was wonderful. Completely. Just for the spirit alone. Just for the yeah. spirit it felt of the more project like a alone. comic book than anything I've ever seen on the screen. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. That's absolutely. true. Um, mm-hmm. John Bunger, I keep bringing him up. He took his little dude and his little dude screamed during the movie. Daddy, I'm watching a comic book. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> right, yes, right. yes, you are. <laughs> you totally like that's the best review I could possibly think of for that film <laughs> the only thing that bothered me and this is such a minor quibble the only thing that bothered me is sometimes to show depth in certain scenes the color overlay they shifted slightly yeah you know what i'm saying yeah yep. like mm-hmm. that took me out of it a little bit there was yeah it was like it was, an artistic it was choice. so physically like jarring to see that kind of was like okay that hurts my eyes a little bit to look at yeah it had kind of like a, a like a layered color right kind of effect uh and like almost like a like looking at a 3d picture without your glasses without I your almost, 3d glasses i almost feel like they were trying it, to do something like in the old school where like yep. maybe the color didn't quite match up with the inking yeah there was a wasn't lined up correctly exactly. there was a, and there exactly. was definitely like a texture yeah to like the a color sli- to the very slight zip tone sort yeah, of thing kind of. going on mm-hmm. and and it, i does it work for moving pictures eh, it's a little weird. It worked for me. It still but I totally me. I get it. it cool. I totally get, you know, people kind of being put off by it a little. Right. Um, like, in fact, like at the beginning of the movie, um, it seemed kind of dark. And we're like, is there something wrong with the film? Well, there was. There wasn't. Yeah, they brightened it. No, there wasn't anything wrong with the film because many people said the same thing. Really? And it's when he gets his powers that it brightens up. Oh, no shit. When the actual comic book elements start uh, coming up and you start seeing sound oh, effects. Oh, I didn't notice that. You no, start I seeing know. the sound effects and, and the word balloons right. as he's thinking. Yeah. Like, that's when it starts to, like, really pop. Wow. Yeah, so there, it's an intentional style choice that at the beginning, the colors are kind of muted. Man, that's crazy. Um, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So it had the voice acting. I think the voice actors were perfectly cast. Absolutely. Especially middle-aged Peter Parker. I mean, yeah. Jake, what's his name? Jake I Johnson. Something. Yeah, Jake, yeah Johnson. Jake Johnson was so good. Yep. Just yeah, perfect. no, he nailed that part. It was so great. Well, and Chris um, Spider Ham. Come yeah. on, Spider Ham on screen. Yeah, and awesome. Uh, Nicholas Cage. Like I could have, I could have watched an entire movie of Nicholas Cage as Spider Man Noir. Oh my God, he was so good. And I love yeah. you. He couldn't see color. Right. <laughs> he could only see in black and white. <laughs> I'm taking this with me, but it confuses me. Yeah, yeah great. he's like looking at the Rubik's cube, and he's like, "So the whole thing is purple." <laughs> You're like, "No." <laughs> like, I don't get it. <laughs> if I recall correctly, they when they show like um, they show everybody back in their homes briefly at the very end, and there's a there's a quick cutaway where he's like holding up the solved cube. Yeah. Like some sort of arcane relic in front of this audience of people in awe. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> um, the dude who did Spider-Him's first voice, uh, John Mulaney, is that the comedian? Yeah, name? John, John Mulaney. Mulaney. Yeah. Um, he was on, I just saw a clip on YouTube. He apparently was on Jimmy Kimmel. And oh, he did okay. a whole bunch of lines that they didn't let him use where he just kind of ad-libbed things. <laughs> nice. And they play those. But they're all totally like Spider Ham saying "fuck." <laughs> <laughs> so, so he he was cussing all the time with Spider Ham. They were like, "No, you can't. We can't use that." Right. He's like, "Okay, this they is take PG. Take and fuck again. Right. <laughs> awesome. I guess originally they wanted Danny DeVito to do Spider Ham, and I would have been fine with that. Too. Yeah, that I would have been, been fine with that. Yeah. But I don't. I think this feels more like Spider Ham. No, definitely. I agree. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Yeah, yeah. This it sounds like cartoon Spider Ham. Yeah, we loved it. Yeah. Did you take your little ones to Good. see it? No, no. My daughter won't really sit through a movie. Ah, you got one of those. You know, huh? yeah. 
Yeah, I, I took her to Disney on ice, and we spent half our time walking around looking at snacks and toys. Yeah, fair enough. Watching it, so. Well, get that kid medicated. She'll be fine, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I also like to look at snacks. <laughs> we just true. need to give her some medical speed so that she's so sped up that she comes back to staying. There still. you go. That, that's what they did yeah. for me, and I stopped biting yeah. children. It was great. You know, Zach, I got another call coming in here, man. Okay, be good, boys. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover Caller. Who dis? Hey, guys, it's Jason Sachs. Hey, Jason Jason. How are we today, sir? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We're kicking ass. We're a little caffeined up, but we're good. You know how it goes. Excellent. What do you want to wrap about? I had a very good good geek day yesterday. Nice. Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Watch the final episode of Titans and watch the uh, premiere of Deadly Class. Okay, in order, what, with no spoilers, what did you think of Aquaman? I thought it was good, not great, <laughs> a little long. It was long. It was, it was long. surprisingly long. Yeah, a little too much longness. Yeah, like they uh, didn't leave anything of- on the cutting room floor, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We may have a three-hour director's cut waiting for us. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, all right. Ugh. Fingers crossed. Jesus. <laughs> right? Get way deep into Willem Dafoe's story or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Give, me the, give me the secret origin of Volko. <laughs> Ooh, no, no, no. I want more cute romance, <laughs> like, uh, like music videos of them walking around Italy. I would just like another hour of that would be great. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know, when that scene, when that scene was, played, was playing out, I, like, I, I legit thought, uh, I was going to hear like, boom, burp, boom, burp, boom. you make my dreams come true. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, when she bites the flowers, I'm like, this is where Hall Notes comes God. in. God, yeah. And they picked the, one of the worst Roy Oberson songs ever written, too, for that scene. <laughs> uh-huh. And I love Roy Oberson. That fucking song sucks. Okay, moving along to uh, Titans. Season is over. How do you feel? Still feel very mixed feelings about it. It wasn't as bad as I thought after the first episode. Yeah. But awfully damn scattered. Yes, I will say that. Um, if we're building towards we're going to be a superhero team, I, I haven't seen the final episode yet, but unless it all comes together in that episode, that episode better be three hours long. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> there's a lot of shit you're, going you're on. Talking, you're talking the episode I was just said I watched yesterday? No. Okay. I had, no, it's a regular length episode. I had a feeling. It's good, and I like what they're doing in it, and like I was surprised by a lot of stuff. But they seem to be having trouble bringing it all together. The real show, like short attention span show. Like, yeah. oh, we'll do two episodes about Hawk and Dove. They don't really tie into anything. There's a bit of a shout out in the last episode, but nothing really ties together at all. Yeah, I noticed that. Now, and again, I'm not done. So finally, Deadly Class. Deadly Class was awesome. Excellent. I, was, I really enjoyed it a lot. Excellent. A I'm lot. so happy to hear that. I haven't watched it yet. That seems to be the consensus, though, oh. that it is very good. Well, and it's Rick Reminder is all over it. He, like, executive it's, producer, he wrote it. Yeah, and, but they only take, like, a little bit of the first, uh, first arc in the first episode, but Reminder wrote it, so he's kind of expanding on his characters. He does it in really interesting ways, and the whole bit with the different tribes at the school is really interesting, played up, and it just feels very natural and right and correct. And then the leader of the, the group, uh, Dominic, uh, what's his name, um, the actor is just outstanding. Dominic Monaghan, right? Me. Yes, Headmaster Lin, Headmaster Lin. He's just really good and powerful in the role. and just really works well. Like, nice. I'm really excited to watch this show now. I am super excited. I'm going to watch that tonight. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina Christmas special as well. Oh, yeah, that's on my list. Yes, yeah. it came out now, yesterday. Now that I'm... Yeah, now I'm off for 10 days. I'm like, what do I catch up on? Do I catch up on Sabrina, Cloak and Dagger... Runaways. Tell me what to watch. Cloak and Dagger started strong, and by episode three, I said, I don't need to watch this anymore. <laughs> you know, I, oh, wow. Okay. I enjoyed Cloak and oh, Dagger, but man. I, I realized that like I still haven't seen the last four episodes. It started very strong, and then the second episode, I was like, okay, we did a lot of this in the first episode. Let's get into the superhero. It moves very slow. And then slow. by the third yeah, episode, it's like, oh, slow. so this was just an emotional love story between these two. Oh. And they've totally fucked up their powers. And it just, from there, I was like, all right, uh, I'm done. I don't care. Yeah. The, Lost me. Oh, man. The, the, okay. the, the, streaming, the streaming shows, um, no, Netflix is, our, I mean, uh, Cloak and Dagger is on, um, They're on Freeform. That's right. Um, ABC Family. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, Runaways is a show that I just totally forgot existed. I got to catch beyond up on the that. first couple episodes. Yeah. And it got renewed. So, but again, like I watched the first two episodes and I went, oh, not bad. But there wasn't a part of me that was like, fuck, I got to watch more Runaways. Well, yeah, I mean, I was okay. like, f- I was like four episodes into Runaways and they haven't started running away. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, hold on. Uh, like, yeah. okay. you you witness your parents murder that girl in the first episode. Right. What are you still doing there? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's not say it's bad. It just there was nothing that made it's me want to watch like, a lot more. It, it, it's like we have thirteen episodes to fill. Right. I was much happier okay. watching the new Doctor Who. Oh, my God. It was so... You love the new Doctor Who? Oh, my God. It was wonderful. This season of Doctor it Who... It left me a little bit cold. Really? Why, why, did, why did you think it was wonderful? I just thought it was a joy. I just thought, like, the whole... They kind of, like, took the idea of the Doctor and the companion, and this was like, no, this is the Doctor and her friends. And they work mm-hmm. as a team, and they're doing it together. And it was just a joy. I loved it. Yeah, I, I liked it. Capaldi, so. I just didn't find it like really compelling. Like when it came up on my DVR, I'm like, yeah, this is an enjoyable hour, but it's not. Maybe it's the lack of a big arc. I, I will say there was no episodic. big story arc. This was more. Everything was sort of pastiche, and they sort of took ideas that we have seen in other Doctor Who episodes and shown, well, this is how this Doctor deals with it. This is how this mm-hmm. Doctor is going to do things like this. Get ready for this Doctor to act like this in these situations. So I think it was a lot of setup. You know what I mean? Where they could really introduce yeah. us to the new Doctor and how things are going to be from here. But man, I, I had so much fun with it. I loved it. The episode where they're trapped in the oh. space station hospital and there's the little gremlin thing that eats shit. <laughs> and like, that was so great. <laughs> and then the pregnant dude that they like brought the other two right. dudes and in to ask to like act as like yeah. midwives for him. <laughs> it was such a great episode. But I agree, there was not an overarching arc. I'll give you that. An overarching arc. I like the Amazon episode. Yes. Especially the yes. trapped in the Amazon factory is going to destroy the universe. <laughs> yeah. I, I just had so much fun with it. It's just Doctor Who is silly again. And I like that. Right. Like I like Doctor Who when it is silly and heartfelt. I'm not especially into the big, heavy sci-fi aspects of it when it goes there. And not, that's not to say it's bad. I like some of those episodes. But when it's fun and it's silly and heartwarming, that's when it gets me. So was that your favorite superhero slash sci-fi show of the year? No, favorite superhero slash sci-fi show of the year. That's not, for both of you guys. You know what? I, I mean, I might have to go with Doctor Who. Because, like, The Flash okay. was really good this season. It was fun. But I feel like The Flash is starting to repeat some stuff. Uh, this season of Black Lightning was fun. But it was just fun. Yeah. Black Lightning is very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it is, uh, collectively, uh, the DC, the CW shows, uh, especially Legends of Tomorrow. It's my favorite. Okay. I love it so much. It's so silly. Oh, yeah. It, it just makes me happy every time I like, watch it. It, it like, revels in the silliness of the, of the concept. I know. And this year's crossover, the, uh, uh, Elseworlds crossover was amazing. It was amazing. Batwoman was awesome. Uh, it ends, it ends with... A teaser for next year's crossover, which is Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh, I thought I was gonna lose my Ugh. mind. Ugh. <laughs> I'm right? so excited. Right? All right. I'll give it another chance. Fine. Now I'm going with Doctor Who. Just skip to the second season. That was my favorite of this year. I think sci-fi superhero. I'm going with Doctor Who. I loved this season, and it just it brought my joy the, back. The show I kept looking forward to watching the most was The Orville. Oh, the Orville is great. The Orville's coming back, too. Yeah. I think yeah, it's, it's back soon. like in two weeks or something. Yes. Yeah. And the Orville's wonderful. It's very good. I can't believe Fox renewed it. I don't know. Yeah, same here. Because there's no way it's yeah. a huge viewership. And, like, I, I really resisted the Orville because I was like, oh, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. I, like, I have grown, uh-huh. I have outgrown you, Seth MacFarlane. Right. Uh, but it is so, it is a love letter to Star Trek. Yeah. It's very good. Now, mm-hmm. with that said, this new Star Trek series was fan-fucking-tastic, and it ended so well. Yeah. I, I, oh, my God. I lose track of the things yeah. that I have to watch on oh, 10 different apps. It ended so damn well. Right? Just like, I was mad. 
in the sense where like mm-hmm. you can't make me wait this long to see where this is going. <laughs> it's back now. It's back in a couple weeks as well. Immediately. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. And I love that it uh-huh. was kind of slow burn where like it didn't start off really feeling like a Star Trek show. It wasn't until like I would say episode three or four where you went, okay. I'm watching the Star Trek show. And then by episode mm-hmm. six, you were like, you get introduced to the new captain guy. And I didn't particularly like him because he was kind of an asshole. Isn't it Captain Pike? No, he's not Captain Pike. Okay. No, that's the, no, that's the parallel universe yeah. uh, captain whose eyes were all messed up. And yes. Yeah, okay. it was an asshole by design. Yeah. But, and he, I ended up loving him. He's like one of my favorite yeah. captains now. He's so good. Man, that show is such an interesting character. Not the guy that yeah, I love that show too. It's just weird. Like the first show I thought of was the Orville over over uh, Voyager or not Voyager Discovery. Yeah, yeah, Orville. The I, Orville was great. I do love Orville. The Orville was fun. I just, I you know, I got a soft spot for Star Trek, and Star Trek is the exact opposite of Doctor Who for me. I want it as hard sci-fi as it could possibly be. I want it mm-hmm. super fucking serious. <laughs> like I want to get into no, no, the, like the whole. The bit with the space spores allowing you to transport, that was just so such a cool Star Trek kind of thing. Yeah, that is really cool. They were just like, okay, so we know that this, like, I can't remember what they're called, tardigrades. They're like, and they're real. Tardigrades are real yeah. thing. These little tiny creatures that can live in the depths of space, and they're all connected through this mycelium that they eat, which is like space fungus, basically. And you're able to map out the entire known universe through the space fungus. And you just say, hey, tardigrade, sure. like you take do. me to your tardigrade buddy over there. And it goes, you know, That's how it, <laughs> it was really cool. I need to I need to finish Discovery. The last episode I watched was the Rain Wilson, the first Rain Wilson one. I love Rain Mudd. Wilson on it. Yeah. He's great. Um, and he's coming back this season, too. Yeah. Oh, love him. Jason, always good to talk to you. We got to get out of here. We got to finish our Aquaman review. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry you Christmas too, to you, Thank you. And we look forward to working with you more in this new year, sir. Talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good. I know. Okay. All right. Let's shut it down. Our answers to the question of the week. Okay. You said you already had an answer. Video game world. Mm-hmm. You want to live. You want to walk around. You want to do cool shit. Mm-hmm. Right? You want to adventure. You want to hook up with buddies that can do cool shit. Mm-hmm. Thundercats. Okay. I want a Thundercat video game. Sure. Where I don't have to just play Lion-O. Yeah. I, I, could, play, I could play Pumra. I could play... Uh, but what's Tigra? I could, you know, I could play the stupid twins if I want to. I want a full Panthro is who I think. Oh, you you're right. Panthro. Yeah. Uh, Tigra. Yeah. Panthro. Chitara. There is a Pumra, but he was There's like a less known character. Oh, like one of the later ones. Maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would love a kick ass Thundercats video game. Totally. <laughs> where I can wield the claw and the sword and shit like that. And I go out in my fucking stupid Thundercats Thunder tank, tank Thunder you know? Tank, yeah. Oh man. That would be so fun. I'm, yeah, I'd be, I'd into be that. totally down with you that. You could play a snarf. Yeah, and you could even like have like Thundercats fighting game parts of it where it's like it's full on like sort of role play. And then when it comes down to it, you're using your special attacks and stuff. And like, oh man, I want it all point based, sort of like The Witcher, right? So it's point based and you're doing stuff to like improve like your mystic abilities. And oh, I'd be totally down. So you want a Thundercats action RPG? Yeah, totally. Okay. Uh, this some might say that I'm cheating a little, but I have a, a reason, uh, a reasoning for my choice. Okay, uh, I take it back. I want a He-Man and the Masters of the Universe action RPG. I mean, there have been. He- there was a He-Man video game. No, back but in the I day. want a good one. I want a real fucking good yeah. one. Uh, my answer is Star Trek, and I know that there have been Star Trek games, but they're all like they're not fun. Bridge Commander. Yeah, they're not. It's fun. It's all like space simulation bullshit. Yeah, like I don't want that. I want a Mass Effect style. Okay. You're not in charge of the Enterprise, necess- like you're in Starfleet. Right. Uh, and you build your way up. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Like cer- certainly the Enterprise plays a part. I want it to, I want it to be set in the next generation uh, timeline so that Deep Space Nine is out there somewhere. Totally. I want a Mass Effect style open world Star Trek game where there's this huge overarching story and it's all about like space diplomacy yeah. and there are battles. Totally. Um, and like and, you're an officer and you like work your way up through the ranks. And you and you actually like get off the fucking ship and control a character and yeah. walk around alien planets. Totally. I want a Star Trek open world game that actually puts me in the world of Star Trek. That would be amazing. Every Star Trek game that's ever been made is Oh, nonsense like space sim 
garbage. Right. I'm not interested right. in that. I want a for real, put me in the world Star Trek. Okay. Okay. I want a Master of the Universe RPG action game, but I don't want exceptionally kick ass graphics. I want it to look like Super Fire Pro wrestling graphics, where like everything's kind of small and squatty. Sure. <laughs> you know, like, right. <laughs> that would be so fucking cool. And like, it's like Skeletor, like played a trick on everyone and they can't remember who He-Man is. And so you have to try and like bring their memory back and shit, you know, and you do it by like fighting them, but you don't kill them. You know, you like beat Stratos down for a while and he's like, wait, Prince Adam, I remember you. Oh, what is Skeletor done? And you like build your army of badass dudes and you start taking on like Skeletor's gang and shit. Oh man, it'd be so much fun. It would be so much fun. I'd be into it. Oh, I'd be totally down. I love you, man. All right, we got to get out of here. Joe Patrick, set him up with a new question of the week. Okay. This week's question is an oldie, but it once again comes from Phil Lee via the THN forums. What's up, nerds? I sent some kids back to school this week, and it got me wondering, what is your favorite fictional school or place of learning? Cool. And he says, yes, the Jedi temples count. Totally. But Hogwarts doesn't. I don't want to hear it. We've had Hogwarts Hogwarts counts. (laughs) So not, not just comic books, but any fictional school or place where kids go to learn how to be exceptional whatevers. All right. Cool, cool. Gifted youngsters. Christmas is coming real quick here. We want to wish everybody a uh, Merry Christmas. Thank you for joining us. And uh, we, you're not going to hear another show. Oh, yeah. You'll have that show there before the end There will be a show on yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. You'll have that one. That's right. Our, our year-end show will be out on Wednesday or Thursday. That's right. And uh, we'll recap some more stuff. And we'd love to hear from you guys. Thank you to everybody that played along today. Thank you for calling. Thank you for leaving your messages. Thank you for going to the THN forums and hanging out with guys like Brian Domingos. Oh, I do want to say we are in need of new questions of the week. Yes, we need questions of the week. Your uh, nerdy questions. We want to hear it. So, yeah, please uh, submit some ideas. You can do it at the forums, but if you're not on the forums, just send a list of questions to our email. Sure. Post them on the Facebook page. Call whatever. us and leave we'll a message. Em. We'll play it on the show. Yeah. You know? Oh, Let's yeah, even it. better. Hugo, I know you've got some questions, man. We can help you out. All right? Let's do this. So right now... <laughs> This is the Two-Headed Nerd, signing off.